Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block Billy, coming to you once again with an early rising show of Coffee and Crypto, Early Bird Edition, Tech Money Tuesdays. How we doing out there? Facebook, YouTube, and New Money Matrix podcast listeners. I'm your host, the Bitcoin Block Bully, and we're going to go through a couple of stories, take a look at a couple of charts, see where price action may be going for a couple of choice cryptos. First and foremost, let me put out a short disclaimer. I'm not a financial advisor. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a financial advisor in any way, shape, or form. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a tax advisor in any way, shape, or form. I will not and I cannot answer any financial or tax advice or tax questions. Um, anything that you hear within this show, within this period, within this video, within this podcast is strictly entertainment and to be used as entertainment and maybe educational um, purposes only. Um, this is shits and giggles, family. We're just going to sit back and, and politic for about an hour. You know what I mean? If that. So that's all we're doing here. So with that being said, let me get into the first story coming from CNBC. Um, the difference between Libra and Bitcoin. So um, first getting into the use case. Uh, Libra is a medium of exchange where users can send money in house transactions. Bitcoin, while it attempted to become a platform for facilitating transactions, has been regarded as more of an investment in store of value. Michael Moreau of Genesis Capital, among others, still calls Bitcoin digital gold. Keep that in mind. Libra is going to be the medium of exchange, which is what the U.S. dollar, a fiat currency is. A fiat currency is just a medium of exchange. It's not actual value more so, so much as it is exactly what it's telling you it is. So keep in mind, keep in your head, always know that when you are utilizing and um, handling commercial business with these Federal Reserve notes, you're just exchanging foreign commercial paper for an item, good service, um, that of which you do not truly own, if it may be an item, um, be it a, a vehicle where you get a title or what you think is a title, which is just a certificate of title, not the actual title, um, among many other things because you have not paid for it with anything of value. You simply gave them a debt note or a bank note um, and discharged or offset the debt. So interesting how they're coming in with what Libra is. Next adoption. Libra is coming to market with a lot of powerful players behind it, including MasterCard, Uber, Booking Holdings, Visa, which can accord genu uh, genu uh, genuity. Genuity. Hmm, I wonder how you pronounce that. Anyways, says should help Libra achieve mass adoption. There's a good opportunity to get a lot of adoption, whereas Bitcoin was a grassroots experiment that is still in development, says Michael Graham, analyst at Canaccord to uh, CNBC. Libra's low fee transaction should incentivize customers to use the token to send money, analyst said. Bitcoin, on the other hand, got more expensive and slower in conducting transactions. Libra is meant to be built from the ground up to be fast and inexpensive to transact with. Huge difference because it still costs a lot to trade Bitcoin, said Graham. Let's go into volatility. The volatile nature of Bitcoin has invented risk takers to trade the cryptocurrency. Since Bitcoin is not owned or governed, once again, since Bitcoin is not owned or governed, once again, since Bitcoin is not owned or governed by any central party and lives on a decentralized network, it is vulnerable to price to bring price swings, which is lovely. Um, it's, it's, it's even even more lovely when it has a price. You understand what I mean? Because at the end of the day, they can say Bitcoin is worthless. Why have it? Why does it even have a price? The simple fact that it doesn't 
allows you to gain monetarily off it, whether the swing is high, the swing is low, up or down, long or short. Alternatively, Libra is supported by crypto, excuse me, Libra is supported by currencies like the dollar and the euro, which are just debt notes, which are backed by nothing, not gold, not silver, nothing but the full faith and credit of, well, I don't know what the euro is backed by, but I know for the dollar, it's backed by the full faith and credit of the American people, meaning their labor, meaning your sweat equity. That's another story, though. Uh, Libra is a stable coin, backed by a basket of currencies and debt <laughs> securities. I, it's crazy when they uh, segue right into what you're speaking on. Once again, Libra is a stable coin backed by a basket of currencies, a basket of currencies, so different debt notes, and debt securities. Um, Bitcoin is a hyper-volatile cryptocurrency, said Tom Lee of Fundstrat Global Advisors to CNBC. SunTrust analyst says it's one reason they like it already over Bitcoin. I mean, it's a stable coin. It's just a dollar. Unlike the volatility seen around other cryptocurrencies in the past, we believe that Libra's focus on creating a stable, low-inflation currency backed by a reserve or real assets is a differentiator. Further, unlike other stable coins, Libra would not be pegged to one currency, but instead a basket of assets ranging from bank deposits to short-term government securities. Interesting. This is a, a takeover move if i ever seen one. If i ever seen the people come in, whoever those people may be, and try to rip away the one chance that the people had at being you know, sovereign and, and, and private in their commercial affairs, they're coming in and trying to dupe the people out of it and say, hey, use this one. Now, the interesting thing about this is going to be, and I'm going to put this out there, the most, this is going to be, this is what's going to tell you where the value lies. If these people accept Bitcoin for Libra coin, meaning you will be giving them your Bitcoin, pay attention to this now, pay attention. As much as people say that, you know, Bitcoin is not this and it's not that, if they accept Bitcoin for their coin, then they always, always wanted Bitcoin in the first place. Because it's not hard for anybody to create a cryptocurrency out of thin air and then tell you, well, not tell you, I could have $1,000 over here right now, you know, in, in Federal Reserve notes. And I can create a cryptocurrency on the Waves platform, you know, the Ethereum platform. And they're backed by the 1,000, you know, 1,000 debt notes that I hold. And then I tell you, hey, now... Always remember the 1,000 debt notes that I hold are not backed by anything, and I need those to buy Bitcoin. So what I did was peg those to a currency that I created out of thin air and had you give me your Bitcoin for this currency that's backed by another paper currency that's not backed by anything. So just my thoughts on that. I don't know if anybody else thought of that in that form, way, shape, way, shape, or form, but uh, that's, how I, that's, that's what I take from it. You know what I mean? Any, uh, those that are tuning in can voice their opinion. On what they think about that also. What's going on? Brother Cameron, Brother Polo, Brother Niggas. Brother Hill. Dallas Johnson, what's up? Let me see who I got checking in over here on the uh, YouTube side of things. What's going on? Peace, peace, peace. Ali Fresh. Ali is fresh. Ali is fresh. Excuse me. Brother Jones, Zig Zagger, what's going on? 
No early adopter will trade BTC for Libra. No, nah, not an early adopter. No, nah, uh-uh. Not an early adopter. But think about how many new people are going to be coming in. I mean, it was really, man, to be honest with you, it was really fucking smart what they did. I mean, they got over, what, 2 billion, maybe 3 billion users. Let me see. How many users does, uh, let's see. Let me see how many users Facebook has before we get into the next story. I know they got a story about how many users they got. I know they do. Hmm. Now, okay. Man, where was that story at? It was a story, but anyways, the way you want to look at it is like this. There's no bank in the world that has over, we'll say, 100 million clients we'll say that 100 million clients make way more than that though we know facebook has way more users than that so look at facebook as becoming the new digital bank right they've got the most clients in the world you know and if all those clients are new and don't know anything about you know crypto per se just you know okay i gotta get the libra coin i want to i want to buy something on amazon and they take libra coin so let me buy Bitcoin, give them my Bitcoin to get Libra coin. You understand what I mean? Of course, no early adopter is going to do this. Anyone that knows anything. But for those that are dumb to the facts, those that are, are new to the space, you know what I mean, that aren't really up on the coming and goings and what this really means, uh, they're definitely going to get a Bitcoin away. 2.8 billion, Brother Tim. Okay, so 2.8 billion uh, bank clients. Potential. And it's not going to be potential. Just as many people use Messenger. Well, let me not say that. But essentially, they're looking at just as many people use Messenger are going to use our Libra coin. You know, of course, they're going to have a, a, a market where you can shop with it. And then, I mean, with Visa and MasterCard jumping in the boat, man, we don't even know. We, we, we only know 1% of what is going on behind closed doors. Leading into the next story, phase zero of a new Ethereum blockchain could go live next January. The next major alliteration of the Ethereum blockchain, dubbed Ethereum 2.0, may see a partial launch as early as January 2020. Proposed by Ethereum Foundation researcher Justin Drake in a bi-weekly coordination call between Ethereum 2.0 developers, the date suggests were raised. The date suggestion was raised after affirming that a code freeze of the first iteration of Ethereum 2.0, called Phase Zero, was on track for June 30th. We still have quite a bit of time before the end of 2019. So I think looking for a target genesis date towards end of 2019 could be realistic. One thing that could work well is the 3rd of January 2020. Hmm. Why would he just come out and say the 3rd of January? One thing that could work well is the 3rd of January 2020. Anyway, but, the, 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 but that January 3rd date isn't a done deal in spite of reports to the contrary. 
Fellow Ethereum Foundation researcher Danny Ryan stressed in an email to Coindesk that the proposed date has been finalized and additional work on testing Ethereum 2.0 will factor in such a decision. Although it is feasible, the client teams are not yet ready to commit to a date, especially considering we haven't entered the multi-client testnet yet. With each phase of development, there are plenty of unknowns, so we will just keep tackling them as they come. Speaking uh, more deeply to the requirements needed for a stable phase zero launch, Drake highlighted that researchers are presently targeting a minimum amount of 2 million Ethereum staked on the Ethereum 2.0 network. By today's estimate, this would mean the revamped Ethereum blockchain will be launching with over 500 million in Ether locked by prospective Ethereum 2.0 validators who are envisioned to take on the same role as miners on the current Ethereum blockchain. Um, for those that don't know or understand what they're talking about, in the cryptocurrency space, you have one of two protocols that create or mint new coins, mint mine or mint new coins. You have proof of work and you have proof of stake. Proof of work is where you have ASIC miners or use computational power um, and a lot of it along with electri uh, ele electrical power. And you mine these things by using GPUs, CPUs, um, you know, mining rigs. Now, another way to mine or mint tokens is through the uh, use of proof of stake, whereas a certain amount of the coin or token, no, coin or token cryptocurrency is held within a specific wallet, which allows for them to be staked. Or what they're doing is backing up and verifying the blockchain as transactions are created. So those who stake currencies, such as... Um, I believe Dash used to be a stakeable coin. Um, Pundix could have been looked at as stakeable, though it was only airdrops. And there is a difference between airdrops and stakes. Um, know that. But um, what you would do is hold this token. Um, BitConnect, for instance, was a stakeable token, which is still a stakeable token. I think Craig Grant and I'm still, uh, still staking BitConnect. But um, you would stake it, and you would receive an almost like a, a, a dividend to your wallet, whereas you would get payouts in the currency or another currency, such as if you hold NEO, you get um, dividends of gas, right, or staking rewards of gas. So it's almost in that sense. And what those do is the, essentially they're doing the same thing that the miners are doing, whereas as they are answering the complicated math problem, which is called an algorithm or which is the algorithm, the same thing is going on is, except it's more it's cost efficient, whereas you don't have to use the same computational power and all the big, big machinery and all that. Um, since the network's inception, developers have been looking ahead to an eventful, eventual, hmm, to an eventual transition to a proof-of-stake consensus model, dubbed Serenity. Both block creation and transaction validation in proof-of-stake generates rewarders, generates rewards for users who attest to the validity of the blockchain by locking a portion of the tokens holdings on the network. They're basically going into everything I just broke down for you. Unlike proof of work, which is the model Ethereum currently leverages, amount of tokens staked is primarily how users compete for network rewards as opposed to computational energy expended. To encourage a safe onboarding experience of current Ethereum miners looking at transitioning to the Ethereum 2.0 proof of stake blockchain as validators, Drake mentioned that opening up the deposit contract for staked ETH this October during DEFCON an annual gathering held by the Ethereum Foundation could be wise. The idea here is to try and launch the deposit contract ahead of the targeted genesis date so that we allow time for validators to make their deposits. One idea is to do a deposit contract ceremony at DevCon. 
One of the reasons of having this very public ceremony is that they can all agree on the exact address of the deposit contract and avoid scam deposit contracts. While the timeline of Phase 0 of Ethereum 2.0 has yet to be finalized, past experiences suggest a mainnet launch next January is within reach of Ethereum developers and researchers. From my experience with Ethereum 1.0, I definitely say end of year 2019, maybe January 2020 is a feasible target for comparison. The pre-audit spec uh, freeze of Ethereum 1.0 was January 15th and the launch was July 2015. Ethereum founder Vitalik Buterin told Coindesk in an email. So Ethereum ramping up. It's a lot of it's a lot of innovation going on in this space. Regardless of what price action shows you, which price action has actually been performing uh, lovely also. But um, a lot of innovation going on in this space. Now moving on to the next story. Oh, hold on. There we go. Bancor seeks to exclude users from uh, trading over un regulatory uncertainty. <laughs> and the only ones they want to exclude is, look, this one little patch of land right here. Decentralized exchange, which I guess it cannot be. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't know. They're redefining these words every day. Anyways, decentralized exchange platform Bancor plans to restrict U.S. residents from trading tokens on July 8th. The company confirmed in a blog post on June 18th. Mm -mm -mm. I wonder what the coin's doing. Citing a lack of clarity. Oh, hold on. What happened? There we go. Citing a lack of clarity from regulators, executives said they took the decision to ban all users with a U.S. IP address from exchanging cryptocurrency. Oh, all right, this ain't serious. This decision has been made in light of increased regulatory uncertainty at this time. We believe this is the, well, let me start that over because they separated with a semicolon. This decision has been made in light of increased regulatory uncertainty. At this time, we believe this is the most judicious, and the reason I do that because I like to read correctly. I like to um, read and speak correctly, which is real important, especially in the, uh, in the case of law. Um, but we believe that the most judicious decision of all for all the members of our ecosystem, the blog post reads, it continues. We will enable the Bancor community and ecosystem to innovate faster and with greater clarity. Bancor runs on a decentralized protocol using a peer-to-peer -peer setup. While it is unclear what specific factor motivated the move, the regulatory situation involved another decentralized exchange, which is DEX, Ether Delta, um, in 2018 serves to illustrate the difficulties of operating such a service in the U.S. As Cointelegraph reported in November of last year, the country's Securities and Exchange Commission charged the creator of Ether Delta, Zachary Coburn, with operating an unregistered securities trading platform as well as an over $300,000 fine. Bancor adds that all its users will, be able to, will still be able to hold and transfer tokens while conceding that the decentralized portion of its networks were beyond its control and would thus remain open to U.S. traders. Wait, what? Hold on. Let me read that over. Hold on. Had to plug the laptop up before it died. It says, Bancor adds that its users will still be able to hold and transfer tokens while conceding that the decentralized portions of its networks were beyond its control and would thus remain, okay. 
So it's not going to allow you to, to transfer or swap them, but you can hold them on there and still transfer in and out. Interesting. We would like to clarify that this functionality will be blocked to users accessing the website Bancor.network, which offers an interface to blockchain activity, the blog post continues. It notes, as the Bancor Liquidity Network is a collection of smart contracts on the blockchain in a non-custodial system, we cannot restrict users from accessing the blockchain itself. This cannot be blocked. Interesting. New international recommendations from the Financial Action Task Force set for publication this week will place stringent new ID requirements on any entity, pay attention, entity, which is what a person is, the person is not a living human being, it is an entity, um, facilitating cryptocurrency trading both in the U.S. and elsewhere. So, a little update coming from Bancorp, friend. The U.S. is not playing games right now. The U.S. is not playing games. Thus, they had to come out with Libra coin. So, let's take a look at the market, see how everything is looking, see how we're faring off. Uh, Bitcoin at 91.26, Ethereum 267, Ripple still at 43. Let's refresh, see if everything's still the same. Okay, everything looking pretty much the same still. Come on, when we look at the charts, let's see. So I wonder if they got the See what it's gonna have to be. Let's see. MA moving average. EMA. Exponential moving average. Let's make this a seven-day moving average and make the EMA a 21-day moving average. Style. Alright, so on a daily chart, I mean, Bitcoin still bullish as all shit. You can have a pullback right here, retest maybe 9,000, um, even come down 88, possible. Definitely could pull back. Uh, right now on the daily, though, you do have volume coming in, so we could be looking for some ticks to the upside. Hopefully, um, going to reach um, areas around 94, 9,500 is a possibility. Break this down four hours. One hour. So we got our bottom. Pretty much got our top. So your trading range right now is between 89 and 9300. 89 and 9300. With 
possible pullback areas to about say 88 right channel going There we go. That's a little better, I guess. Nah, we don't want that. Oh, uh, let's see. There we go. Is that a little better with the blue? Or should I have left it white? What I wanted to see was a channel. Our channel is at 9140. 9140. That's what we got to um, actually try to crack and... Um, turn into a little bit of support. If we can get our support levels above this 9140, above this channel right here, we can see some run at least to 92, what is that, 9280. Now above that, we can reach 93. Overall, our target is looking around 94, 9500. So Bitcoin holding up very good up in this area right now. Bitcoin holding up very good in these areas right now. Let's see. On the hourly, your stock stokes are pointing in the down direction. Let's see, MACD. Wait, what? Hmm. Okay, no problem. Let's see, on the daily, it seems like you are about to make that cross to the upside again on the daily. Even though you are overbought, you still could cross to the upside and continue. So let's look at Bitcoin. Let's see. Possible pullback areas, right? I mean, on the macro, and this might scare some people. You can pull back anywhere between 5,500 and 7,000. That's just on just use just utilizing the retracement, just looking at the whole move. You can usually pull back between thirty eight and six point uh, sixty one point eight percent, thirty eight point two and sixty one point eight percent. But on a strong, right? Let's pull this down. Let me show you something before I even show you this. On a strong, strong rally, you usually only retrace twenty three point six percent of the way, maybe thirty eight. So let's see, swing low to our last swing high. You retrace what? 23.6% of the way. Let's see. 
The one before that, look at that. Came up, hit the top, came down, retraced 23.6% of the way, right? Let's see what the last one did. The last swing low to swing high, look what happened. Came down, retraced 23.6% of the way before you kept on going. Hey, look, I can't make this shit up, family. Honestly. So, 23.6% of the way, which is 7,900. Which is 7,900, mind you. Do I got to go through the example again and show you how many times we've uh, accomplished that, that pullback? Now, are there times that we didn't? Maybe. But there's more times than uh, not. So be mindful, $7,900, $8,000 is a possible pullback area. Now, you do have your support from your 7-day MA coming in at about $8,800, $8,888 actually, and then your 21-day EMA coming in at $8,418. So those definitely, definitely can be utilized, especially this resistance right here can come back down and retest it for support. Moving right along, let's take a look at Ethereum. Let's see. Default. Damn, so I can't, uh, got you. So just doing the same thing I did previously, changing all my inputs, style. For anyone who wants to learn any of this, I do have workshops. What's today, Tuesday? Yep, today's Tuesday. Today is, is today Tuesday? It's today Monday. Damn, I don't know what day it is. Um, today may be Wednesday. Anybody know what day today is? Is it Tuesday? If it is, I got workshops going on tonight uh, for chart reading. I'm not, like I said, I'm not 100%. I'll be lost with the days. When you don't get sleep or you don't sleep or your sleeping hours are irregular, it really, really messes up the days for you because you don't be knowing what day it is. So somebody let me know. If it is Tuesday, workshop tonight on chart reading. Show you what all this stuff is and why I changed it from regular candlesticks to Hakanashi. But let's go back to regular candlesticks, though. It just it cuts out a lot of the noise. I don't know if y'all noticed that. It cuts out a whole lot of the noise. And right now what we're looking at is a little bit of sell-off going on. But if we go back and we look at the other candlesticks, it's green. So there's a bit of a difference. Anyways, you're being supported right now by the seven-day moving average. Um, 
came down, bounced off real nice off the 21 EMA. You did come out of negative, eh, man, that's real slight. You came out of positive, uh, negative momentum, right? Had a crossover the MACD and the signal line, but then look, got rejected right here. Real nasty, like. Broke back down. Now you're converging. Or, uh, what's the word? Uh, constricting with one another. Overall, overall though, Ethereum looking nice. <sighs> Let's see. Twenty three point six percent. He didn't make it to three eighty two. Twenty three. Let's see. You tried, but you didn't. Twenty three. Now previous pullbacks. Let's see what we got here. More extensive, though still solid on the Fibonacci retracement levels. Pulled down, you got stopped right here at the 382, came down, bounced off the 50, consolidated around that 382, broke out, hit your top again, consolidated, broke out, left it. Let's see, the first move though right here, probably a whole 618, nope, 786, look at that. Broke all the way down, stopped out by 50, broke down 618, came back up, tested. Hold on, let me open this up because I want y'all to really understand and see what I'm looking at here. I know some people are like, man, he's talking too fast. I don't know what he's going through. So what we're looking at is Fibonacci retracement lines, right? We got a swing low to a swing high, meaning I pulled the Fibonacci retracement level from the lowest price to the highest price if we didn't have the rest of this, right? You would be looking for your retracement levels, right? What you're seeing is it retraced 23% of the way, 38% of the way, 50% of the way, 61.8% of the way, 78.6% of the way before it comes back down 100% of the way. So what you have is a swing low to a swing high and a retracement down to 78.6 before reversing. But look at the levels that it hit before it made it down there. Stopped at the 50, right? Broke back down to 618, came back up, got rejected right here. Not only by the 382 retracement level, but also by your seven-day uh, moving average right there. Rejected, came back down, didn't quite make it all the way down to the 618. You consolidated around that 50% retracement level, and then you started drooping, drooping. Support one day for the 618, broke down, couldn't hold. Now, you did have support. Even though you came down and tested the 618, your support levels were really right here. Broke back up. Look where you got stopped at, the 50. Consolidation. Broke up. Tested again. Came back down. 382, even in this time frame. You're still testing these same retracement levels. Look at that. Broke down to the 50. Broke back up. So now what you're seeing right here is support of the 382, but rejection of the 236. These are your support levels. These are your rejection levels. Let's see what happened. Well, look at that. Rejection, 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 broke, test, <laughs> break, test, retest. Look at that retest right there. Broke up. And then look, retested this line almost flawlessly. Look at that. Psh, solid. Came up, broke down, so that means we had some support. Now I go back in and look for it. Look at that. Look at that. Look, Come on, man. Hold on. 
Look at your support right here and right here. And look at what, what it look at the past. Resistance, resistance. Resistance, resistance. I ain't even gonna go that far back, but y'all get the picture. Oh, hold on. There we go. So now let's look at the new play on Ethereum. Also, I apologize if I can't see anybody's comments. While I'm doing this, I can't look at the comments. So let me see. Three eight two. You just broke your two three six. That's nice. This is nice. So we got a swing low to a swing high. Break down two three six. No three eight two. Break it to two three six. You broke that real nice. That's what we resting on. Look at this support back here. see where we came down right and let me make it a different color so you can see it clearer there it is see that support see that support see that support see that rejection see that rejection see that rejection always remember support and resistance lines are one in the same just in different time frames always remember support and resistance lines are one in the same just in different time frames Wednesday's no job. It's Wednesday? Damn, for real? That'd be way off. And it's Wednesday? Mm-mm-mm. Brother Christopher, what's going on? Brother Jamar, peace, peace, peace. Yeah, I'm way off. Way off. It's all well, though. So, anyways, um, let me see. So, possible pullbacks for Ethereum, 255, 235. Um, I mean, you could even test the 203 with it being a 618. Don't never, don't never count out none of the retracement levels. So, you got 203, 219, 235, 255. Remember, this is on a daily chart, though. Remember, this is on a daily chart, though, right? So, that's macro. Let's look at a little micro real quick. A little micro mini. Boom, like that. Look at your 236, $265. Your 382 is $258. Your 50% retracement line is 256 and your 618 is only 246 This is on the daily chart leading from the 9th up until what we're currently at, which is the 19th. Using the high of the uh, 16th and the 9th. Do we see that? Let's get rid of that to clear it up. There we go. These are your new retracements, right? So you've already come down and, and reached that 236, broke through momentarily, was able to regain. Um, let's see if we can bullishly engulf. Um, now, what you would want to look out for if this invalidates. What is this right here? 261. Is that yesterday? Yep. We do not want to invalidate 261. That's what you don't want to happen, alright? You invalidate 261, you can come down. Let me see, 258. 
260. So yeah, if, if within this day, if you invalidate 261, you could drop down to 258. Break 258, 252. You do have some support coming in right here at 255 from this 21-day EMA. Overall, right now, Ethereum looking, um, let's see. Looking like you're trying to gain. Looking like you're trying to gain, but not, you know, having a hard time. So even though today we are having, we do have a nice green candlestick, nice green candlestick. We're looking for some more push to the upside. So let's get some more push coming in on Ethereum. Let me see, it's 657. Um, I guess last but not least, we'll take a look at Litecoin because I got to get out of here. I got a consultation coming up. Real quick look at Litecoin. This one has been the market maker. In my opinion, it's been telling us what the rest of the market may do. So real quick. Y'all know I had to come and go live, though. I can't stay away from going live for too long, but I do got to, uh, you know, focus on my private and helping those. So swing low, swing high, no serious pullback yet. On a 618 to a 382, you can pull back to 68 to $97. Okay. Yeah, probably highly unlikely. Let's see what we got going on here. Possible pullbacks to $97 and 115 Also, damn near unlikely. Now, let's real quick. I want to see what this first pullback was right here. 382, real nice. Look at that. 382 bounced off that, real nice. Nowhere nowhere near coming down to the 50 to 618, which are also, as you can see, look at that. Look at the 618 even. That was a cup and handle, real nice cup and handle. Let me show you all this. Real nice one. Real nice one. Let me see. What would have been... Two, three, six. Real nice. So let's extend this now. The two three six is one hundred and twenty five dollars. Um, man, this thing is bullish as shit. So I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. This thing is very, very, very bullish. Let's see.
Let me see. Now, check this out. If we pull it from this previous swing low to this swing high, you already hit your 236. Look at that. Hit your 236 nicely. Very nicely. You got a real nice trend going on here. Let me see. See if I can catch some of this. Talking about the, look, look how the trajectory goes. We, we didn't break. Let me see. That'd have been a nasty one. Broke that one. Broke that one. Now we got a new one. Now take heed, each one of these can be retested. I've seen it happen time and time again. That's why I marked them. Let's see, we also got a resistance line. What was that, 119? Not worried about those so much right now, though. Still on the original move up to 150. We're still on the original move up to 150 with uh, Litecoin. Looking real good. Uh, let's see. Oh, nope. Yeah, I got them crossed. Ah, right, both nines. Let's see. There we go. Litecoin looking nice. I oh, know we don't need those. MACD looking even better on the hourly. Four hour, I mean, four hour. Real nice crossover of the MACD and the signal line. Nice, good, positive momentum coming in. Uh, yeah, we can definitely see uh, Litecoin going towards that 150 area. We can definitely see Litecoin going towards that 150 area. With that being said, I want to thank everybody who tuned in for the Early Roger Show of Coffee and Crypto with the Bitcoin Block Bully. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is the Mid Chicago Crypto Hustler. Stay tuned. Y'all already know, Chicago Crypto Hustler, Cryptonomic Console, New Money Matrix Podcast, Amir Hodari on Facebook, um, Chicago underscore Crypto underscore Block underscore Bully on IG. Family, I wish I had time to answer any questions or comments, but I'm running 47 minutes on the podcast and I got a consultation coming up. Until the next one, peace, power, and prosperity, family. Thank everybody that did tune in. I'm out of here. Oh, also remember, let me show y'all something. Hold on. Before I get out of here, you can go back and watch this video. Before I get out of here, you can go back and watch this video right here and earn Bitcoin. Remember the video I showed y'all. You can go back and watch this video and earn Bitcoin right now. So you want to come. Let's see. Let's look at... Blackboard, let's look at our videos.
Here it is right here. So we'll hit live, right? Now check this out. Look what it says, BitTube. Oh, I got to learn in. I got to log in. But when I log in, what you're going to see is it's going to say earn Bitcoin. It's going to say earn Bitcoin. Hold on. Give me one second. I'm going to show you right now. This is what I want everybody to be uh, knowledgeable about that you can do. And I'll put a link in the description of this video. I also have a link on my Facebook page. Bus, bus, that's a prison bus. Bus, verify. There we go. Refresh. Now you should see earn Bitcoin at the bottom of my video. Now that I'm logged in. Yep, earn BTC. So I'm going to leave y'all with that, family. Until the next one, peace.